Hello and welcome to 88.9 The Bridge. This is Power Predictions and this is your sports episode to be and this is the place you're coming to hear. This is Power Predictions. I'm Gil, joined with Evan and Azad and today we'll be talking about the next week's football games as well as talking about last week, what teams can do to improve from maybe missed catches, missed plays, missed opportunities as we have seen a lot with the Seahawks. Cowboys and many other teams from last week. But mentioning the Seahawks, let's start with next week's game. What do you guys think about it? Well, the Seahawks are playing the Rams at 125 or 425 Eastern time. And I'm having I'm having a big problem with the Seahawks right now because they're I mean, we know that their defense is bad, but they had so many players come back or new players they signed that were supposed to be good and I mean, giving up 41 points on defense is just terrible. It's not a good showing for their defense. But even on top of that, our offense, we had four turnovers. And that's, that's, that's happened twice against two teams above 500, the Cardinals. And we gave up three turnovers against the Cardinals, now four turnovers against the Bills. And that's just – that's not looking good forward for the Seahawks playing better teams, especially in the playoffs. I know it's a QB's mistake a lot of the times, Evan, but do you think this is Russell's fault or do you think the receivers also play a role in this? You know, I don't think it's – I think it, it has to do with coaching and the offensive line because what I saw last game was lots of blitzes coming from the – lots of blitzes coming from the Bills and our offense line just couldn't pick them all up. But that's I think that has to do with coaching and, again, somewhat with Russell Wilson because he can call it the blitzes. And it has to do a mix with that, and some some of it's with the offensive line too. There are a lot of people unguarded, not not even looked at. Russell Wilson had little time to throw the ball and made a mistake. Russell Wilson needs to either take the sack next time instead of get a turnover. But yeah, it was just a really good game by the Bills last week. But they're playing the Rams, and the Rams looked really good against the Bears a couple weeks ago. I'm pretty sure they they didn't play last week. I think they just came off a bye. Yeah, they came off a bye. And I don't want to go against the Seahawks, but I'm not taking a winner for this game. I'm just going to say it's going to come down to the wire. I I I like that. I don't have a good – if I would, I would pick the Seahawks because I'm biased, but I feel like that's that's just because I'm biased. There's no other reason besides I like the Seahawks. Definitely an interesting take on it, Evan, and I can definitely see how the O-line, just the pressure coming into Russell Wilson and that playing a huge effect on his throws, his decision-making. Azad, do you think the same, or do you have another thought on that? Yeah, I actually have a pretty different thought. I think the problem lies in the defense for the Seahawks. I thought, you know, the offense did put up a decent amount of points, but the defense allowed like 41 build points. The Josh Josh Allen had so much time in the pocket. He was he he looked like he was like not under any pressure whatsoever. I mean, the defensive backs were getting um lit up against the yeah. Bills wide receivers. And yeah, the Seahawks in they played yeah, two I'd say elite teams. And the Cardinals yeah, and the Bills, would you agree with that? And they've lost both games. And I think both are due yes, to exactly. Russell Wilson's turnovers, to be honest. Because I think uh, he's that, giving them short exactly fields. Azad, Azad, I'm agreeing with that the defense sucks. But I'm saying it, the reason I think we lost that game was because of the turnovers. I think we could have won the game if we yeah. had zero turnovers. Or the Seahawks could have won the game. I, I'm, sure. not, I'm not – the defense obviously played terrible. But that, that's kind of a given coming – into every week so yeah yeah I guess that was like the key highlight from last week but I from the overall pattern of the season for the Seahawks I'd say the defense is a struggling yeah 
And yes, but I'm well, gonna take the Rams in this game. Him? I'm taking the Rams yeah, just because I haven't seen much out of the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Have you? We have seen Go weeks though, taken. where Jared Goff, right? With he, I feel like he only really cracks with a good defense, right? And you can tell, just like Russell Wilson blitzing Jared Goff, I feel like he makes a lot of mistakes, right? Throws a lot of bad balls. I'm not sure which game I'm referring to. Maybe it was like two weeks ago, right? I saw just the team was all out blitzing Jerry Goff, right? And he couldn't really handle it. And I think Seattle defense isn't going to be able to do this to him. So I'm going to take the Rams also. Yeah. I agree. That's good. So it's kind of like 2-0-1 going to the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one game I first want to talk about. Uh, Chargers versus Dolphins. This We can make it quick. But – this these are two extremely underrated teams. I think the Dolphins five and three. They're doing. I think they have one of the best defenses in the league. They've scored two. Oh, I think I think they've scored three touchdowns in the past two weeks. Almost four touchdowns on defense in the past two weeks. These two teams are really dominant. The Chargers. They've lost so many close games. Like it's just incredible. Like a bunch of field goals they've lost too, and it's just unlucky for them. But this game, I think this game's going to stand out to. Really, these are the two most underrated teams in the league. And for me, I'm going to take the Dolphins because Tua looked really good, and I'm happy they put in Tua. Mm -hmm. I think for the Chargers, it was a worry when Austin Eckler went out with an injury. But as you can see, Justin Jackson and I also think Joshua Kelly, they've been holding it up pretty well. Of course, Jackson was injured, like, first drive of the game, and he didn't really do much. I mean, of course, because he's injured, but – I'm pretty sure he'll be back next week. It was just a minor knee injury, and both those backs are really good for the Chargers as well as the young Justin Herbert, who's playing. He's playing great. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think the the running running game without Austin Eckler is incredible incredible right now, and the Chargers look good right now. Besides the two and six record. Yeah, so, I agree with Evan pretty much. I think Tua did a phenomenal job against the Cardinals last week. And I thought that their defense, the Dolphins defense is yeah, actually definitely. a pretty good defense. And yeah, so I'm also, I'm just going to take the Dolphins this game, but I do agree with you. They are two very underrated teams. The Chargers record does not define what team they are. And Dolphins record does define what team they are. They're a really good team, five and three. They might win that division. Are we saying that the Dolphins are probably so Gil, one of, I, you know what? I, I'm not totally sure. The games that I've watched the Dolphins, they've had, very good defense. Maybe it was just a little bit of a spoof, but what do you guys think about the Dolphins' defense? I said they're the, one I mean, of the best teams in the league on defense. I mean, they're just incredible. I don't see any flaws in them. I mean, can, can you guys name a better defense? Because I, I right now I cannot think of a better defense. A better defense than the Dolphins? I mean, yeah, I could think of a better defense, but I can also see the Dolphins as the top five defensive team. Yeah. So – but a better defense, I would just give you the Bucks. First. Best defense in the past couple. Best defense in the past. Yeah, couple I'll give that to the Dolphins. The turnovers right, yeah, yeah. that they've been creating. Yeah, I but can what, agree. What, they might not be the best defense, but I think as of now, past three weeks, they're the, they're the best defense. Okay. Yeah, but one thing I would say is that their run defense does need some improvement. They are twenty first in run defense at, and allowing one hundred twenty five rush yards a game. I think if they can shut that down, then I think they can really become a dominant team and maybe get some wins in the playoffs. Yeah, but like Evan and I were saying, the run yeah, defense is, I mean, the run offense is looking really good for the Chargers. So, for me personally, this can be a big test for Herbert on the other side of the field, and it's going to really test his mental game, I think. 
because we know he can make passes. But with what he did with Mike Williams, I think Mike Williams, he has a connection with him as well as Keenan Allen. And I think he's going to be able to take over this game. I'm going to go with the Chargers. It's a little bit, okay, so little bit of interesting there. Yep. Okay, yeah. now let's, let's, let's merge on to another game. What do we think about – what are we going to do? There's no, like – You want to talk about the Bengals and Steelers? Sounds pretty good. I thought I want to talk – Bengals Steelers. Young quarterback Joe Burrow. What do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, I think Joe Burrow is doing a pretty good job. Joe and I think Burrow. the Bengals' record is a lot yeah. better than what they are. Yeah. I, I think they're one another underrated team. And the Steelers, they – are the Steelers concerned after barely beating the Cowboys, or do you think a win's a win? Like, how do you guys feel? Like, do you guys think the Cow- uh, Steelers are coming into this game really confident that they're going to win? No, how can you? You just I don't lost know. To five the Steelers. I, I don't know. I don't know. With I mean, Gilbert was good. Five. Gilbert was a impressively like good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert was good. Really good quarterback going up with a great defense. I don't think you're scared. I think you just need to prepare more for next game. Like Evan was saying, wins a win, and I think any momentum's good momentum. Yeah. So I just want to give you guys. Uh, I just want to ask you a question about the Cowboys last week and how they played against the Steelers because it was pretty pretty surprising. A lot of people thought this would be a big blowout. So I want to talk about the Cowboys record. They have a bye this weekend. Do you think there is a chance that the Cowboys can finish strong this season after seeing that performance against Pittsburgh? And you saw Garrett Gilbert do a pretty good job. Yeah, but that's not saying playoffs, much. But it's not great. But yeah, but they're 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 so blessed to have a, a division where the best teams like the Eagles, which are not good whatsoever. But it's like they have they, they can keep playing like this. Like this was one of the best teams in the league. It is the best team in the league, actually. They yeah. play th- this type of game. I think I think they they can win against these bad teams that are coming up on their schedule. They have a bye next week. I think they're going into that by happy and they're ready to come out and beat some teams like the Vikings. They Vikings are definitely beatable. They can stop Dalvin cook. I think they can win that game week 12. The Cowboys play I'm trying to find the Cowboys. They like, they're just, they're playing Washington week 12. Like they, they have winnable games. And if they finally found their quarterback Gilbert for the rest of the yeah. year, I think he's better than Dalton. I think they can come out and maybe make the playoffs. And I yeah. definitely think the mindset here with the Cowboys organization is that they have nothing to lose, right? Here on out, exactly. there's going to be yeah. no negative, right? And they're hungry. And Gilbert, mm-hmm. after having more comf- – like just being more comfortable with his spot and knowing that he has this spot now in the offense, I think it's a recipe for success. And they're going to come out and win games. Exactly. Yeah. They, they I mean, do I have wanna... a chance. If you're a Cowboy fan, you have yeah. nothing to yeah. lose this season. If they don't make the playoffs, big deal. Yeah, so I want to talk about last game. Really. I don't do this very often, but I thought that Cowboys coaching was phenomenal last week. It was phenomenal, especially on, yes, especially can... on special teams. They got that they defense, they made 60. Defense. Yeah, and the defense was good too. But on special teams, they, they on kick returns and punt returns, they got 160 return yards, which is pretty good. I mean, they had four kick returns, so that's like averaging – I don't know the math, but it's a lot. That's incredible. Yeah. That's 40 yards. It's 160 that's, yards. That's really good. And one thing they also need to do is they – I think they have to limit Zeke's carries, and I think they got to get Tony Pollard more involved. I've been saying this for a while now. Tony Pollard just had nine carries, 57 yards. Zeke had 18 carries, 51 yards. So, I think 
You can see that Tony Pollard has a little bit more speed. Dang. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think Tony Pollard is much more. I'm not going to say he's a better running back, but he just has this explosiveness that explosiveness that I don't think Zeke has because Zeke's a little slower than Pollard, and Pollard can really get off the line quick and get nine, ten yard carries. But Zeke, I don't, I don't, I don't know about Zeke. I'm not saying he's a bad running back. I just don't think he's that good without Dak Prescott. Yeah, I agree. And I think Gary Gilbert, if you guys saw him, I think he did a pretty good job. I think he has to move out of – he's a very pretty mobile quarterback. He played defensive – he was a defensive back for the practice squad. Then he plays quarterback now. And I think he has to move out of the pocket more because he's a really athletic quarterback. We saw him rush three times for 28 yards, and I think he's at, he's at his best outside the pocket. We saw him get sacked a couple times, so I just think – a couple small things, but I think he's doing a pretty good job. Pretty good start. And this is not a loss for the Cowboys in my eyes. I thought it was a pretty good game. Yeah. There is hope for the Cowboys. That's definitely the moral. Definitely the hope for the Cowboys. Nothing much to lose right there. And let's say – let's end it up with a little bit of the fantasy side, just so those fantasy geeks out there get what they want. Who are our pickups for this week? Right now, in my league, Mike Williams is available. But I know that's not in most leagues – like I said before, Justin Herbert and that offense, he really likes to target Mike Williams. So I think going forward, that's going to be a positive. But what do you guys think on the fantasy side aspect? I have, have you seen your leagues? This is, the, this is the best pickup. I think he has like a 5% pickup rate. It's Jacoby Myers for the New England Patriots. His target share is incredible. He gets I, I, Last game, I feel like he had 50% of the targets going to him. He had 12 catches for 170 yards. He's, he's going to be the real deal. Even with Julian Edelman in, I think he's still the number one wide receiver on this team. And when Cam Newton throws, it's most likely going to be to him. I would pick him up. My question is, how do you spell that name? Because I know researching myself, I can't see him on the free agent list. It's J-A – it's just Myers, M-E-Y-E-R-S. And his first name is J-A-K-O-B-I. Jacoby Myers. He is looking really good on this team, and – Man, he has he has a really good future. I think next year he's going to be a top uh, fantasy pick too. We're not not a top like a top five top five round top five rounder. Yeah, I can see that. I see that coming. And I'm gonna give you guys a list of players that I I'm gonna give you three players who I think that you should try and trade for in all in your leagues. I think these players will win a lot of leagues. And I'm going to go with one. This is going to make all Seahawks fans happy. He's a big guy, so it might take a lot to trade for him. But I think DK Metcalf will be a player that you want to trade for. DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. If you look at the top three receiving wide receivers no, for no, touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, three consistent. Yeah, but if you look but at like the receiving two games TDs. With three That's it. Yeah, he's on top. But if you can get one 40-point game from Tyler Lockett in the playoffs, it's almost over. And then another yeah, player definitely. I'm going that, that, to – That's the upside. I'm going to give you is uh, Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, for the Washington football team. He has an yes, extremely like easy him. schedule coming back. Just had two back-to-back 20-point games, and I think he's going to be hot in the remainder of the season. And then the final player I am going to ask for you guys to try. It might be a little bit of a stretch. But I'm going to give you guys – oh, I'm blanking on his name. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, no. Uh, 
I mean, the guys you well, said so far is odd. You're going to have to trade the world for. So I don't yeah, know if many people winter, have many options, many options on their team to trade for DCAP. I know yeah, that you, at least. Every, every team has a star player. Do you know maybe what about a more manageable guy, right? Not a free agent, but not the star player. A guy that you can trade for, but you don't trade the world for him. Do you have any? Or even Evan. Jake Evans. Um, Baltimore Ravens running back. He's looked really good these past couple weeks. I feel like his production is going to go up. I'd pick him, pick him up. I would I'll also say, say – you go. You go, Zod. Yeah, I was just going to say maybe Kenny Galladay. I mean, he's only played four games this season, he's but hurt. if he can stay healthy. Is he still hurt? I think he's coming back next week. If, if, healthy. if yeah. he can come yeah. back, definitely pick him up. I last, yeah. last thing to add, like we were saying, injury can ruin your fantasy team. What are we watching out for players who have had a past history of getting injured late in the season? Who do you say to watch out for to stay away from? Chris Carson. Chris, Chris Carson, Carson. He's hurt. He's gotten hurt so many times this year. I think he's got he's gotten hurt like four times this year, but luckily he's bounced back. But man, he's I don't know about coming later on in these weeks. I have him on my fantasy team and I'm I want to trade him because I just don't trust him. Yeah, and this guy that I'm going to give you right now, he's not prone to injuries, but he's at, his production's pretty low. And it's Ezekiel Elliott. I think you should trade him really high. If he has one 20-point game, then I think you trade him instantly because his last four games have been awful. 12 points, 6 points, 8 points, and 8 points. That's horrible for a, running, for a running back, and I think yeah. there are a lot of better options out there. Okay, my player to watch out for is Christian McCaffrey. As you can see, almost on the last drive, of the game, Chris McCaffrey got injured once again, and he keeps on having those right old, right shoulder related injuries. We've seen players with right shoulder injuries keeps on popping up back in the season, right? It's always just a constant thing that's going to happen. Having him on your team, yes, it's great. Whenever he plays, he's probably going to get like 20 plus points, right? But he's going to get injured a lot of the season, and I think it's just going to be he's off one week, on one week, off one week. So I say stay away from Christian McCaffrey on the injury report. Yeah, I can agree with that. Awesome. And I think that does it for us on Power Predictions today. Thank you for joining me today, Evan and Zod, and as well as people listening in the car or on Spotify. We will be on from 8 to 9 on Tuesday night. Come join us next week to hear more predictions, more fantasy pickups or trades, just like this week. Thanks for joining us on 88.9 The Bridge.